Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, Maurice? How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing so good. <laughs> so good. So good. Like Destiny's Child. Like Destiny's Child back in the day. Yes. <laughs> On the wall. A mess. A mess. Yes. So what's new? How was your um weekend? Oh, it was... how are you? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I've been I've been well. Um, we went for like a 16 mile bike ride the other day. Lovely. Yeah, it was good. Um, we hadn't we haven't ridden our bikes in like a long time, so we just went like up the river trail, and then there's this point where we always stop. It's like you could keep going, but it's like more intense if you if you go that the extra route so we kind of just turned around and came back but um it was good like the trail was pretty clear people were not um not really like running and biking or pushing the strollers it was good cool. yeah um today sounds so far because like I'll, I'll go on like a five mile six mile walk 15 miles 16 miles i guess on a bike it's not that bad yeah and it doesn't seem like it's that that far because so we went eight miles and then came back you know so it's double so 16 miles but we get, got to see like the baby geese are like out and like running around and uh, we almost got attacked by like one of their parents though because you know they get really aggressive when the babies are around right, right yeah and so we were like they were like right beside the trail and so we were slowing down because we didn't want to like run over them but I guess the parent thought we were like gonna approach them, and so it started like you know how they get all big with their wings, right. and it started like hissing. Yeah, they hiss. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was not a game, but it was good. It was um fun to like you know stay active and and be out. But then today I made um some cookies, <laughs> so it kind of like killed my workout. Damn, I know they looked good. I wish. You yeah. Could've... Um, but then they're not going to be gooey and warm. No, nah, they won't. <laughs> so I found this recipe for brown butter, toffee, like chocolate chip cookies. And I found it on the Bon Appetit website. And I tried to make them before. They didn't turn out as good as they did today. So. I love the Bon Appetit YouTube page. Yeah. I haven't seen their YouTube. Oh, it's good. I fall asleep. Yeah. It. It's like that or makeup tutorials. so what you been up to my weekend was pretty nice it was chill um one of my good good friends who lives in new york had a zoom birthday party i love him dearly so it was nice to see him the last time he had a birthday party is um you know his 30th and i went up to new york for that and um you know just to see all his people on zoom it was nice to just feel acquainted and feel the love um but i will say i don't if i never go to another zoom birthday party <laughs> because it's so awkward because it's just yeah interaction it's like okay i have to do these all day for work that's one thing because you pay my mm-hmm. bills yeah but it's just a lot when you're, it's in a social setting because like you don't want to talk out of turn you don't want it to sound cacophonous <sighs> you just kind of want to like there has to be a prompt or some kind of like round robin discussion yeah 
So, um, but it was a good time. I was happy to see him, and um, and I just loved him. So that was great. And then yesterday was Mother's Day, so I had yes. another Zoom call uh, with my family because we're all over the country, and um, it was nice to just do that Zoom call, see my aunt. You know, whatever happened to just a phone call? Those still work. <laughs> you know, but you want to see people. But it got annoying. But it's like twelve people trying to talk at once. Just exactly, exactly. But you know, I am thankful for technology. Because could you imagine what it would have been like? You know, in the eighties or early nineties, oh, it would have been a mess waiting for dial-up during all this. No, I'm, I mean I'm happy that we have the technology. But it was. But it's problematic at the same time. Sure. But I'm not going to do a think piece on that right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. But overall, my weekend was nice. It was relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm beginning to thrive under the uh, quarantine. I had this little mask suit. Yeah. It says Corona. It's, it's, no, it's uh, a... <laughs> quarantine. It's a Corona like logo. logo. Yeah. I, I saw it online. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I just be doing my workouts, reading my books, doing my meditation. Got a new meditation pillow. And what is a meditation pillow? It's like a Zafu. It's like a, just a little circular pillow just to like prop you up a little bit higher, align your spine. And it's more comfortable when you're in the Sound like some bullshit. I have an Amazon. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. The Amazon plays. Uh, delivery comes to my place every day. So. Yeah, that's why Jeff Bezos got what sixty-four mil- billion dollars more or something like that. Crazy. Damn. Yep, I ordered another book today. It's just I probably order something every day. It's bad. I'm gonna try to go two days without ordering. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go broke, broker. <laughs> no, we not. My, my astrologer said otherwise, but <laughs> oh, most, people, most people don't have an astrologer, baby. <laughs> you don't either. You got Instagram. I have an astrologer now. I can do the updates. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Let's get moving. Oh, before we go on, um, be sure to check out our YouTube channel yes all of the links to our youtube site um, are going to be posted in the episode description so go there be sure to like and subscribe and share with all of your friends if you love listening to us on the podcast you get to see us on youtube right see these (laughs) yeah no these are not radio faces (laughs) not not wendy williams up in here right and it's and it has to your point better than a phone call because a podcast is just like a phone call this you actually get to see our facial expression you know other visual um enhancements or, or visual aspect of the podcast <laughs> it also you can also check out our website that's the one-stop shop to get everything for category mm-hmm. that's the links to all of our social email contact us and that's www.categoryispod.com.com all right so what are you drinking tonight? So this week, I decided to kind of get a little spicy and get cute. So I was out of tequila, but I had some mezcal <laughs> left over. Um, mezcal is like, you know, kind of smoky and spicy. Smoky. 
Um, so I have that here. And um, I just do some fresh squeezed grapefruit juice. Then I kind of mucked it up by adding some orange juice. Cause it was kind of like mm. tequila sunrise or sex on the beach-ish maybe. Yeah. But um, I really wanted to just do grapefruit and jalapeno, but I was out of jalapeno. But it's still tasty. Damn, you got a struggle drink over there. Look, it's the chopped bartender. <laughs> I got a white girl situation going on. It's basically a vodka soda. Oh. So <laughs> it's um, vodka and those like, um, not the, um, what are they called? The sparkling water one. Not not like the Pellegrinos. Not it's not a Pellegrino. Is he? No, not quite. I'm not sure. Yeah, so it's just um, sparkling water, basically. Lacroix. It's not a Lacroix. A Lacroix. Yeah, it's or like um. Say Lacroix. Yeah. So it's just that some lemon juice and um, vodka going on over here. It's like a white claw. I love white claw. Is, is yeah. other, what's the other one called? There's another one, like a main competitor of White Claw. Mm -hmm. but hey. They're all the same. Right. <laughs> a, a hard seltzer. Box. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hop into the categories for this week. Category is Versus. Versus. Oh, is it Versus? Yes. It's Versus. I thought it was Versus. But they changed the S's to Z. Versus, Vers Versus. No. <laughs> <laughs> like Versace. No, not quite. <laughs> well, um, did you watch? You know, so I did not. This week was Erica Badu and Jilly from Philly, Jill Scott herself. So everyone had been talking about like the build up to this one because this was more anticipated than like the Teddy Riley and the baby face one. I was looking forward to it because Jill Scott and Erica Badu are like amazing talents. And like I've, you know, followed their career since the beginning. Um, but I got to it a little bit late. Okay. And well, so, um, a little bit early. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to it like an hour in. And so when I was thinking, you know, it was going to be popping, I was anticipating like they were going to start late. Then they were probably going to have some audio issues. And then, you know, it would take a while to like get to the good, good. And when I got there, they were just like, Erica had that distracting ass background. Jill was sitting like in her <laughs> lounge chair and they were just talking and talking yep. and talking and, that's all it was. and talking. And I think I texted you, I was like, are they, are they gonna start singing at some point? And I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Cause I was over it. You know me, I like to be in bed real early. Get up. Yeah, early. yeah. I mean, it started at seven. I think I left around eight because okay. it did start a little bit late. It started about 15 minutes late. Um, but to me, that's like within the grace period. Right. Um, it wasn't like Lauren Hill late. Right. Or like Erica Badu late, how she normally. 
Because when um, I saw her um, at Fairmont Park a couple years ago, she was mm-hmm. I, the show was to start at eight. Doors was at seven. So, you know, I got there at seven because I'm going to get my drink, get situated. Yeah. She literally like posted a video from New York. Like, I'm about to get on the bus. Damn. Damn. Wow. I mean, Philly's only two hours from New York. But, but still. The show started in an hour. So that means you're going to be at least an hour late. So she was. Well, did she have open an app? She did. What's his name? Bro, Bro James. He sung like they were booing him off the stage, but he was just trying to fill the time in the space. But anyway, wow. back to Verzeus. Mm-hmm. I um didn't like how it was billed as a battle. Right. Um, because a battle it was not. By any <laughs> definition of the word. Like it wasn't a competition. It was just mm-hmm. two women actually fellowshipping and talking. And I think it was kind of beautiful that they kind of yeah. turned it on its head. Yeah. Tell people a battle in the verses. And like, you know, who's gonna be the win? Who's gonna be the winner? Who are you gonna be team Erica, team Jill? I personally was team Erica. I love them both, but Erica Badu is my one of my favorite artists ever. Okay. Um, so I was just kind of disappointed with what we got because it wasn't right. as much. Also, to your point, like, it was basically them for three hours, 20 rounds, <laughs> which is long, too, too long. Um, yeah, like, boxing is only 12, girl. Thank you. <laughs> like, why, is this, why is this 20 rounds? And they would play a song and then talk about it. And it was nice to get a little bit of, like, background information about the inspiration uh-huh. or about them recording and making the song. But yeah. I have more of that. Like, if I just want to listen to y'all music, I can just go into my Spotify account. Or just pull out my CD and play, like give me more commentary. But I do believe that the reason that they couldn't actually sing the vocals was for legal purposes because it would be most likely because they probably don't own the rights. It's probably with the record label and mm-hmm. versus probably didn't want to pay to get mm-hmm. the rights for the for this you know concert online because it was over seven hundred fifty thousand people. That's a lot. Exactly, that's a lot. You know, so they I I know for a fact that the reason that they weren't singing. Was mm-hmm. due to legalities, and I get that. Like, but, but y'all should have called it something else because <laughs> that was not what I was expecting. Me either, because that was the and first time I went to. I didn't go to the Teddy Riley baby. I tried to go to like the first one they did before. Well, during when they had the audio issues, and Teddy Riley was like <sighs> the whole time. <laughs> but I didn't go to the like the second one, the makeup one. But this one, I was expecting at least give me a little riff. Give me, you know, you don't have to sing the whole song, but give me the bridge, right. something. And I got none, none of that. You know what would have so been I, nice? Is a, mm-hmm. a, a little legal loophole potentially would have been for Erica to sing all Jill songs and her mm-hmm. of Erica songs because they're not contractually bound to the others. Right. Recordings, right? In a creative way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and in that, you could have gotten more, yeah, like the creative side of it. Like, okay, girl, you did it this way, but I'm gonna flip this around, I'm gonna speed up the track, I'm gonna slow down the track, I'm gonna give you this instrumentation. But you know, that would have taken a lot. That would have been everything for me, yeah, yeah. And that, I think that's what I was kind of. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of expecting. And so speaking of the paying for that, do you think that these versus battles and like these online, you know, concerts, Mm -hmm. if you will, 
do you think that going forward it'll be like a marketing or like a a market for the online concerts like do you think there'll be like a a live nation is you know gonna host the instagram concert facebook is gonna host you know a facebook live concert what i think is gonna happen is they're still gonna have the concert available in person once we can go outside again right Mm -hmm. but i think as an additional revenue stream Mm-hmm. especially at like those big concerts like I'll never forget when I moved to it was my first year of law school and I moved to West Philly for the first time and um was <laughs> Mantua <laughs> I did not live in it was Palatin Palatin Village was across the street <laughs> <laughs> well I had moved over over, over there over y'all uh-huh. and it was what is that Made in America concert it was the first mm-hmm. year for that yeah, remember, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce. They streamed it for free. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I think then they just stopped streaming it. But I think going forward in the future, those big concert festivals that are like mm-hmm. located like Lollapalooza or Coachella. Coachella well, they do that sometimes. They're going to have that mm-hmm. aspect of it and people will pay. Yeah. Because like 700 and something thousand people went to this thing the other night. Imagine if they charge $5, $10. People cost, showed up. And the, and the cost is minimal. Yeah. So you get the cameras and the lights for that, and then just transmit it on social media. Yeah. And then think of like, it's low production cost, maximum revenue. Right. So wait till Beyonce pop up with hers. Well, she's going to have one. She charged, she could charge $20, which is like, you know, very inexpensive. She could get what five million people easily, and it cost her twenty dollars to do it. <laughs> right, like the return on that investment is insane. It makes, yeah, it's. I think it's just going to be a component of the future. Mm-hmm. Technology. I mean, technology has really revolutionized everything. I'm. I'm. Mm-hmm. I, and again, I'm really appreciative for it during this quarantine. Yeah, like it, it will be good to see like how it goes forward and like what changes are going to happen because you know like we said one stage minimal production cost these companies could rack up the artists could rack up I tell all my hope it up so sorry what is that that's one of my favorite songs to work out to I like when I work who is that though? Young Jeezy. I don't even know the artist's name. I just know it's about Jeezy. No, it's not Jeezy. I think oh. Break it up. Oh, okay, I don't know these people. Uh. <laughs> Talking about implications of, uh, you know, how we're going to be viewing entertainment in the future. Mm-hmm. One of the most entertaining things on television is the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. So, Speaking of battles, did you see part one of the virtual reunion last night? I surely did. Absolutely. Uh, mess. So it was much better than I thought it was going to be because it was um, almost like they were in the same room. Like mm-hmm. I didn't like, you know, barring like seeing the, the screen and like they had them kind of like the Brady Bunch as the, the Shady Bunch shady as bunch. Andy said. <laughs> yeah. So barring that, it still gave me the vibe that they were in the same room, mm-hmm. but they were like, Turn all the way up to like ten thousand. Yes, Portia was popping just, off. Just like we said, like last week, 
-hmm. we expected them to be like turned turned because you're in the safety of your home you're not going to pop off to me like that in person yeah Um, i think that you know because Portia was popping off a little bit. She it was a bit heavy. It was too heavy, almost. Yeah, yeah. Your baby, your baby do look like Dennis with a bow. So, <laughs> but the thing, the gag with that is, the gag with that is, Nini can get away with saying that Kenya's daughter looks just like Mark, Kenya's husband, right. but nobody can say so now. But now it's a slur, or it's a negative reaction when somebody says, "Well, your baby looked like." Your baby daddy too. Right, like that's the man you but, chose to lay down with. Yeah. Not the, but, but, but Kenya the got her like, we know that your son's yours because they look like you. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think the gag with Portia is that Portia took it as a read from Eva and Portia took it as Eva was saying her daughter was ugly. Oh. Uh, and... I mean, maybe in the context... I think the subtext of that text was that your your daughter is, oh, your man is not attractive. So, and it put Portia in a weird spot because who does she defend her daughter? Does she defend her her fiance? And it's like, who you calling ugly? Darling. <laughs> and then it's like, Don't okay. <laughs> And then it's like, does Portia think her daughter's not attractive? Like what? And so it's like, what does Portia think that that comment means about her daughter? And so it's like, that was masterful. Shade. She must she feel. Mm-hmm, that's why. Yeah. So that's why she got upset. She must feel some kind of way about her daughter's appearance. It exposed her. That was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear um, an exclusive? <laughs> God. Okay. Who was the source of this one? Oh no, we don't got sources. But it's just, <laughs> sources that we never named. Right. But in the exclusive, I heard that um for next season, Cynthia Bailey is coming back in a reduced friend. Role. Yeah, friend of mm-hmm. Marlo and Phaedra Parks is coming. So they say this about Phaedra every single year. If you Mm-hmm. kind of you know if i think they do say it around reunion time because they usually start filming immediately after the reunion right. for the upcoming season and i want to say at least the past three to four seasons it's been that rumor mm-hmm. that phaedra is coming back um cynthia's storylines are mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so i I could see her being reduced because she ain't bringing much, and that's no shade. Marla get the peach. Yes, I've been wanting Marla to get a peach for like the longest time, and I think this past season she exposed more of her of herself and her stories when she was talking about um, her ectopic pregnancies and how she um, either can't have kids or reasons why she doesn't have children, and that that fact, you know, now she's. basically got custody of her nephews and how, you know, she is enjoying that life and that role that she's playing. Um, and, you know, just seeing that like kind of sensitive side of Marlo, cause we usually get like the hard, tough, I'm gonna cuss you out in all these fashions. <laughs> and Fashion. that's the only side we, yeah. And that's the only side we use, 
to get of Marlowe. So I, I feel like this season was more of like an opening and people have been wanting Marlowe to get a peach mm-hmm. for the longest time. Honey, when she called Miss Lawrence, the F word was over for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's been yeah. for a long time. Yeah, Andy never let her um, forget that. Andy was more mad about it than Miss Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she, I mean, the reunion was good. It was entertaining. Yeah. Um, it'll be three parts. I think three, three parts is all I can take, okay? Because one year they did a four-part reunion. It was too much. But, um... I was really impressed with how Kenya handled herself. Everyone knows that Kenya is my favorite housewife on this franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think that how she kind of, you know, her whole situation with Mark was quite frankly, is embarrassing. And, yeah. but she still is exposing it and she's not hiding from the truth. And she's like, uh-huh. it's not great. We are in counseling, you know, um, our marriage is deteriorating, but I appreciate her honesty and her not trying to cover it up and make it seem like something it's not. Because mm-hmm. to me, that makes her vulnerable. That makes her feel real and relatable. And I love Kenya. But I also love how Kenya tried, when they tried to come for Eva, because Eva used the term nap mm-hmm. in regard to some of the things in their head. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Kenya was like, I agree with your black woman. That's a vernacular or a colloquialism that we use in the community. But also understand uh, people like me with a darker skin tone and a textured hair, you know, and textured hair might receive that differently so please be sensitive so she needed mm-hmm. she, but she was just she's been very diplomatic in that in that sense yeah yeah she's, like she's handling herself very well yeah and i really do hate that she was gone for that season because we missed like the whole journey basically right. like with her um with her marriage, with her infertility issues, getting pregnant, having the baby. She comes back and then now it's like, your marriage falling apart. Right. And we missed like the whole cycle. And it's just, I think you it's know. that her husband calls her Ken though. But I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't do that. But I mean, people's partners and their intimate, their intimate partner relationships you know, you act a little bit differently with your partner than you do with you do. your, you know. And so I don't, when she, her response to that was, that's his nickname for me. And that is what he called me in our intimate, rela- you know, within our relationship. And it's a little nickname. So she doesn't feel offended by it. But the other women are using it as, you know. Oh, like, oh she's quiet. Oh, he takes the lead. Well, so do you. All y'all women do around y'all men. Yeah, like Beyonce, play my part and let you take the lead role. Right. Beyonce. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm, just, I'm impressed with Kenya. I think that mm-hmm. Kenya, um, what's her name? The old lady, grandma. Oh, Nene. If she's on next season, I don't think I'm going to watch. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm just done. She, her, mm-hmm. her whole storyline is just tired. It's deep. It's mm-hmm. It's it's dead it's just to the point where she plays the mean role she plays it's like double standard for everything hypocrite you know she critiques everybody but whenever someone critiques her she shut the camera down she walks off or she just loud talks over you or she's like oh well i had heard somebody say and I'm not telling you who I heard say it. Like she's making up stuff with the yeah. It's just, it's just time. Yeah, she, yeah. Go be a grandma. 
please. Yeah, basically. But I'm excited for the next two parts. I'll watch it. Okay, me too. And we'll talk about it. Mm. Oh, so next category on here. Oh, we have Mother's Day on here. We talked about Mother's Day already. <laughs> yeah, we did. I mean, Mother's Day is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, the expecting mothers, the stepmothers, you know. Bonus moms. Bonus moms. <laughs> the grandmoms, the glam moms. Yes. The aunties who act as moms, all of that. Yes. All that. So, yeah. um, but the next category is, you know, what has been getting me through is RuPaul's Drag Race. Everybody knows I'm a huge RuPaul's Drag Race fan. Mm-hmm. I kind of talked about before about how like the shows become too formulaic, and the queens don't have the same talent because now the queens don't even know how to do makeup or hair or so, and it's just yeah, like, they just show up with a trunk full of stuff, right? And it's just <laughs> costumes. It's it's lost some of that flavor that such mm-hmm. a success over ten years ago, but um, they did announce the new RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Season Five cast. Okay. And I must say, I'm super, super excited. Um, because my favorite queen, who I feel like was robbed, is Shea Coulee from Chicago, a black queen. Don't She's know coming her. back. But I also appreciate that this show is doing something. Um, the cast is just super exciting because they're bringing back people from who? season one. Really? Remember Angina? Yeah. She's coming back. She's uh-huh. the one, the ball head. Uh huh. Um, and then they're also bringing back Derek Derby, the Britney Spears impersonator. Don't know they're that one. Back one of my favorite top five queens of all time, Miss Juju B. Oh, <laughs> she's on that show. One of them drag um, makeover shows. Oh, yes. Yeah, Dragnificent. I think. Because they changed the name because it was Drag Me Down the Aisle and they would only make over brides. Right. It's on TLC. Yes. Yeah, and then so so now they're going, um, you know, like small town, middle America, and just making over anybody. But there's a show like that yeah. on HBO too with Shangela Bob the Drag Queen. Yeah. It's called We're Here okay. on HBO, and my friend Mark in Toronto loves that show. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Well, I have to watch it because I've decided that I'm going to start watching Insecure because while at that Zoom party on um, Saturday, uh-huh. that's all everyone was talking about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then my sisters were talking about it on the uh-huh. and they're like, you gotta watch. Are you Team you, Molly or Team Issa? Team Molly or Team Issa? Yeah. You need to watch it, because um, I've been, like, dying to talk about it on the podcast, because... Right, what well, is four episodes in now, so season four? Uh, um, this was... This week is season... Um, episode five, I'm sorry. So they're halfway through. Okay, so I'm season. gonna binge it. Well, I'm just gonna watch... No, I can watch it, literally. So, <laughs> like an afternoon. I'm not gonna watch it tonight. I'm gonna watch it Okay. We will discuss. Yeah. Okay. 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 But yeah, back to Drag Race. I'm just really excited. <laughs> they have some classic queens who are back. They also have, you know, some bad queens like India Farrah, who I never ever liked. Um, but I just love drag queens, and I'm mm-hmm. excited for this um, All Star season five. Um, this season has actually been pretty entertaining. Um, the current season. The current like season. Regular. Okay. Um, I called it. If you go back to, I remember we were in the studio. So this is probably episode like two twenty six or 27 maybe okay um and i said Gigi good was gonna win and Gigi good is going to um she's the front runner if it's not her it'll be jada essence hall but also go ahead is whatever happened with the sherry pie 
Shoshiri Pie was disqualified. Um, they still have her in the show because they in the show, her. yeah, yeah. You think that she makes it to the top four because she's doing pretty well in the competition. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan of her style of drag. I don't like camp drag. I like fashion fish fish <laughs> drag with a, a little bit of camp. Hers is mm-hmm. like you know I need to be like sixty percent fashion, thirty percent fish, and then like ten percent camp, which okay. is good. Does. Um, but I need glamour, and, and Jada Essence Hall gives me glamour. And I think she's. I also named her as a front runner, so I think it's gonna. Okay. Be okay, I don't know any of these people. It was also not because you don't get to the. Drag. <laughs> <laughs> I watch some drag shows. I'm like obsessed, okay. and then I also want to give a big shout out and like a low key tends to my favorite comedian who. Queen of the North. It's Queen of the North, <laughs> host of Canada's Drag Race. Yes, is is finally coming out. It was announced today officially that she is the host, and then mm-hmm. um, like the other two ho- um, judges are Jeffrey Victoria Chapman, who yeah, a longtime crush of mine, and he was in that movie The Skinny by Patrick Ian Paul years ago mm-hmm. with Jesse. But I feel like he would play me in the movie. <laughs> no, not Jesse. Jesse. Oh, no, 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 not Jesse. <laughs> Jesse Boyer Chapman. Okay, um, and then uh. I forget her name, but she's that famous Canadian model. She has like a really deep, raspy voice. And them teeth. And those big, big teeth. She's like Jamaican, Canadian, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. Yeah, I know. But I'm excited for Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. When does it when does that premiere? I don't know the premiere day. I mean I could find out. Okay. That's okay. We'll we'll look it up offline. Yes, we'll look it up offline. I'll let y'all know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other categories to discuss? What else do we have? No, not really. Okay. Not really. We can't know that. I'm happy for Brooklyn Heights because um, I didn't see that, that season she was on until we were actually in that Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were supposed to go out clubbing, but you fell asleep. And or was it the you rock? did. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those and we were um in the airbnb and you were passed out on the sofa so i just watched like binge watched um rupaul's drag race and i woke up like six hours later and he was still <laughs> watching and i was like oh my god you're still watching i'm so happy i was so elated that like you were into it and you was rooting for brooklyn and i was like yeah yes about it and we talked about all the episodes i missed i was happy that you watched yeah yeah so pins for brooklyn yes all right well let's hop to the next segment of the show it's time for i said said what what i I said said. (laughs) we're trying to like that was horrible yeah because it's like a little little delay but um, Mm -hmm. my said what i said goes to all these fools out here who is just being reckless with their with their desires to travel. Now don't get me wrong. I had to cancel two trips. One of them was supposed to be to Canada. Mm-hmm. The motherland where I live. And go often. But I'm upset that like, you know, I had to cut my trips. I'm upset that I don't have the opportunity to travel. The other day I was just online looking at flights. I get my travel and leisure magazine. I was just flipping through the magazine, looking at it. <laughs> just, 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 you know, wishing and desiring and, and um, yeah. fantasizing about the opportunity to travel one day again. Mm-hmm. 
But to be honest, I think I'm just gonna let 2020 ride out. Yeah. Because it's just, I mean, it's it's popping back up in the Wuhan again. It's popping like they're getting second round. It's just too soon. But mm-hmm. I read an article today that said that cruise travel is up seven percent mm-hmm. for the year 2001, like January. Like how much percent? Forty-seven percent. Okay. As compared to 2019, like the bookings are high. Like they're like they're getting so many more bookings. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, for all the people who had to cancel their cruises for this right. year, they got credits. Mm-hmm. Not refunds, but credits mm-hmm. to go on a cruise again mm-hmm. in 2021. And it's like 86% of people like use the credit. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like they just had I was like, have that money. Or we'll like it's <laughs> a lot of money, girl. It's a lot of money. It's your life. And not for nothing, like air travel's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But cruises are notorious for people getting sick. Not just with the corona, but all types of other diseases. Yeah. Like, you stuck on that boat. I mean, you had to cancel your cruise. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we were supposed to actually be um coming back like today or yesterday i can't remember but um we were supposed to be on a cruise um like end of april into like the first week of may like last week and yeah they didn't give you your money back like so you couldn't get your cash that you paid for this this cruise back so what they did is they gave you credit and they gave you um i think 125 percent of the value of whatever you paid for um for your cruise but the caveat is that you have to book your cruise by um or you have to travel on your cruise by the end of 2020 uh 2021 i'm sorry okay so now that um i think carnival royal caribbean and another one norwegian maybe they like opened up their booking windows so they had shut them down you know during the course of the past few months and then they're just now like reopening them. So that's probably why the um, the, the mad rush is to like, I got to hurry up and book it because right. it's you probably know, gonna. A lot of the people aren't even people using the um, credits though. Like oh. are just coming like out of pocket. Booking oh. For as early mm-hmm. as you know, January and December, I guess it's like a big cruise time. I don't know, I've never been on it. I do want to go on like that. Probably for Caribbean cruises because it's right. winter. But it's just everywhere. I don't know. I wouldn't be booking shit right now. Like, I just be chilling. Because to me, it's just, and to me, cruises, yeah. like, it's a lot of buffets. It's a lot of unclean yeah. surfaces. You know, I think buffets just need to be illegal from this point forward. I ain't never eaten a buffet anyway. But like, it's just to me. I don't know. That Chinese buffet used to be hitting. We used to, in college, in college, we used to go all the time. Like, me and my frat brothers. And they would have um, like specialty nights. You go and load up. We would go, we would go like mid afternoon, so you can like miss lunch, but then you eat like crazy and you good for dinner. I never liked the Chinese buffet because all the food just seemed questionable yeah. to me. Um, but I also go to dim sum, and dim sum is also very questionable, right? Like yeah, Chinese dim sum. But I'm with a We would go on half days at high school. We would go to Pizza Hut lunch buffet. And my yeah. My girlfriend Deanne would take her big purse and put like nothing but a piece of Tupperware in there. Uh-huh. Like all the pizza in the breadsticks in her purse. Oh wow! Yeah. When when I was online for my fraternity, when I was pledging, um, or when I was joining, <laughs> we were so broke 
that we would go to it was called CC's Pizza, and it was oh two dollars and ninety nine cent buffet, and <laughs> you could eat like crazy. And we would do that. It might be like an extra dollar for the drink, but she. It's five dollars now, CC's. Yeah, CC's is high now. Wow! Oh, five dollars is high. But yeah, I'm, back to the point. I just think it's crazy that all these people are booking cruises and not even, mm-hmm. you know, don't have credits. Because again, if enough people banded together, mm-hmm. they could get a class action and get a refund, not the credit. But yeah, people don't argue. And I guess people do want to travel. But just yeah. personally, people out here acting reckless. You know, like you sent me that video with all them gays in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, people down at the Red Lobster for the Mother's Day seafood. Well, it's just. Like people out here really dying. Like let's chill out, let's yeah. wear masks, let's social distance, but cut the shit. Like people just don't have no concept. But in America, because the other countries were all the way together, everyone's yeah, doing their shit. Mm-hmm. But again, cut the shit. Basically, pump the brakes on the travel. Wear your mask, social distance, and I say what I said. <laughs> so my, I said what I said for this week is. Something that's been getting some backlash um, recently. So America's Next Top Model, which is the show created by Tyra Banks. And Ken Ma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget his name. But um, yeah, so they, um, it was an influ- like influential, like game-changing show, I think. Um, when did it start? Like 2003? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just, and to your point, if there was no America's Next Top Model, there would have never been a, a RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, like, major show and groundbreaking um, show. And so, um, fast forward to, I believe, season six, 2006 was um, the season with her name was Danny Evans, who's this tall, chocolatey gorgeous. gorgeous girl some cheekbones were just like sick yeah and so she um was this i think 19 20 year old girl from little rock arkansas and she had a gap in her teeth mm-hmm. and so there was this one point in the episode because you know they would always um have the makeover episode and so it would be like this girl had beautiful long hair i've been growing my hair since you know i was a baby it's down to my knees we're gonna shave your head <laughs> and then she would have like a major breakdown and then get eliminated like the next week for that same episode so in this episode um tyra confronted danny because they sent them to like a cosmetic dentist to, like whiten their teeth she had the gap and so they were like do you want to fill your gap in or close your gap and she said no, she didn't want to. Um, at the judging panel, that's when they brought it up. Tara's like, oh, you didn't want to change your gap? You can't never get no contract you know, at CoverGirl because everybody's only going to see your gap. And I mean, it was a wide gap at that point. But, it, was. Um, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like the cute little Madonna gap, like that little mm-hmm. gap. That like a little sliver. Right. Yeah, was just, it was like. It was almost like the significant. Heidi in closet gap. You don't watch <laughs> oh, I don't watch, but I, I saw him on um, <laughs> Instagram or something. Yes. And 
So anyway, this was in 2006. Um, Danny went on to win that season. She did. She did. Like her compromise was, I'm not going to close it completely, but you know, I'll get a little piece of veneer and keep the sliver gap because that was her signature look. And so um, somebody found the old videos and made it a point to like post them. It went viral and people were just saying, oh, Tyra is so problematic. Tyra is so judgmental. Tyra is, you know, basically making um, fun of this girl's look or like trying to change who this girl is fundamentally. And okay, I get it, but this is in 2006. Like, times have changed. And I feel like people are more mad than Danny was mm. and is because Danny put out this video on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, somebody live. It's like a seven minute video. Go watch it if you haven't. But she basically is saying, well, one, when did she become this Bush lesbian? She's a lesbian? I mean, I thought there was a part of her lesbian. So she was giving me like Alicia Keys vibes. She had on this like black city. <laughs> She had on this like hoodie and cheekbones are still like together. But she was like, yeah, and like all of this in the camera, like giving me like real like stud. <laughs> yeah, it was really aggressive. And so yeah. And so um, so she puts out this video. She's saying that, listen, I was a little 19 year, 20 year old girl from Little Rock, Arkansas. I ain't never been nowhere. And this show because her brother was the one who kind of um, prompted her to apply to the show. And so she was like, this is my ticket out. Right. And when I was that age, I would have done whatever I had to do to get out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's not mad at Tyra. She didn't want the video, her video that she was making to be, you know, like an attack or like, you know, this aggressive um, feud with Tyra. She was like, look, that was my opportunity. Tyra gave me that opportunity. And she was more mad at the fact that they used that that moment as a production moment because she oh, talked well, I'm to the TV show exactly like she um, talked to the the dentist or dental hygienist whoever was there and they were like oh, what do you want to do today oh she's like just whiten my teeth um, clean me up and I'm good and the guy was like do you want to cl- close your gap and she said no and the guy was like okay <laughs> and. Then, when they got to the judging, that's when Tyra was like, I heard you didn't want to close your gap. And then it was like, a, they looked off stage, stuff got edited out. And it was like, oh, okay, this is what you're, you're trying to have a moment on TV right. for the cameras. And that's what she was more upset about. But she didn't hold any animosity. She didn't hold any, um, huh? She won the show. She became a success. Yeah. She got paid. Right, but I think the person who's bored and had to go back to 2006 to dig this old right. tired ass shit up. Yeah, um, was like, oh well, Tyra's opening model land, which is like mm-hmm. part to embrace everyone's natural beauty and their differences. But how how can she do that now in 2020 when she was saying this 14 years ago? Like you are tired and lazy. This yeah. is cancellation culture. Like people can change. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just and I also feel like you can't get more mad than the person who was the offended party like y'all more mad than danny is and danny's like i mean 
that was in 2006 and I got paid, you know, for it. So I don't, she didn't see the problem with it, you know, because and of the, Loki, like, mm -hmm. I was also like, if you want to work in 2006, you would have had to close that gap. Like that's just, right. Like, was reality. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People. Yeah. But also think of, you know, how that show actually did push a lot of boundaries. It, did. it you know, the plus size movement, the differences movement. Winnie Harlow would never have gotten booked, gotten booked on anything with her vitiligo if she had she not been on Top Model, you know? And then just look at how modeling is now and differences are celebrated. A lot more, I think, because of that show, pushing those boundaries. So, you know, I just think that, like you said, people just bored and trying to, you know, find something to be mad at. But this ain't the fight. It's not. <laughs> find something else. Pick and choose. Yeah. And I said what I said. Okay. It was time for our next segment of the show. It is 10. 10. 10. <laughs> <laughs> you just say it. Tens across the board. Yes. This week, my tens goes to um, a artist. Well, actually, two artists. But one of them. Okay. Because she's been trying for a long, long, long time. And she finally got her number one as a featured artist on someone else's song. <laughs> That's oh. still a number one. So, mm -hmm. tens to Miss Onika Minaj. Mirage. Oh, Mirage? Oh. Well, That's a real last name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of weeks ago when we had the music episode we played that little uh -huh. game um, Say So was like one of my songs of the quarantine as well was Savage and I thought it was uh -huh. kind of funny that the very next week the Savage remix with Beyonce came out and mm -hmm. Say So remix with um, Nicki Minaj came out because they're both like my quarantine go-tos they go off in the home gym but um <laughs> I'm happy for Nicki she finally got that number one not I mean, number that. ones are hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone has that to her credit. And technically, I mean, really, she don't either because it was a feature. Well, you know, so, the Billboard 100, though. I mean, it counts, but girl. So, so shady tends to you. <laughs> girl, I guess. So people say she might be pregnant. Really? She, yeah, she was dropping all kind of hints on instagram or social media and it was probably a stunt so she could try to get this number one oh, that's probably all it was girl gotta do what you gotta do all right and then, and then savage is the number two so that's four black women just holding it down in the number one and two spot the savage remix yeah oh okay i haven't heard it beyonce's um little versus keith beyonce's actually a good rapper <laughs> so i heard like one, I haven't really heard the full Savage song, and huh? Where have you been? <laughs> At home, under a rock, yeah. And um, so I started the the remix, and I was like, I couldn't tell if it was the remix or the original. So I'm like, uh, okay, X. <laughs> Close this out. The, the remix has a little more melody. Okay, but wow. I think it's cute. Good for them. My turn? Yeah, it's your turn. I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my tennis this week is going to Stevlin Hardaway Morris, also known as Stevie Wonder. Um, this week on May 13th, 
which is Wednesday, I believe. He turns 70 years old. Um, Stevie Wonder is musical legend. Yes, and, is. you know, we got to give our people their flowers while they're here. We had a lot of deaths last week and this weekend. Yes. Rest Richard. in peace. Yeah, Lil Richard, Betty Wright, um, somebody else. Um, Andre Harrell. Andre Harrell, who was instrumental in the um, 80s and 90s, a lot of Black music, Mary J. Blige, um, I believe Teddy Riley, yep. um, and Andre Harrell hired Diddy in like 1986 to be his intern. So that kind of started him on his, you know, musical journey, musical path, whatever. But give these people their flowers while they're here. Stevie Wonder has a number of hits. Isn't she lovely? Superstition. I just called to say I love you. I remember when he was on the Cosby show and they sung the song in the recording studio oh. with the whole family. Ribbon in the sky. But his all-time classic is the Black Happy Birthday. Because... <laughs> Sung all the time, <laughs> every day of the year. <laughs> so, Tim, for you, Stevie Wonder, keep pumping out them hits because we love you. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of Category Is. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at CategoryIsPod.com.